Hello, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond. My name is Harold, and welcome back to the Overachievers Podcast, Episode 11, Made Men. So joining me for this special episode of the podcast is, well, nobody. Today is going to be my first solo outing, so please, by all means, let me know what you think about it. Uh, I do have a couple solo episodes planned for the future, just talking about one or two games that I've played. When I'm not able to bring a guest in, I don't want to have John booking every day of his schedule just to try to be on the podcast and, you know, rushing to get all achievements in games. And I don't want to be taking up everyone else's time with asking them, hey, do you, do you have all achievements in any game, you know, that you want to talk about? I do have plenty more guests coming up in the near future, so I hope you're prepared for that. But again, I do want to try to do a couple more solo episodes, you know, kind of work on myself and my presentation skills. So with that in mind, today's episode will be covering Mafia's 1 and 2 remakes. For those of you who have played Mafia 1 and then seen the remake, you'll know it's an incredibly huge difference in graphical fidelity, gameplay, and a lot of quality of life improvements. And for those of you who have played Mafia 2 and then seen the uh, remake, you're gonna go, is is that not just the same game, but slightly better? And I'm gonna say right now, Mafia 1 remake is leagues better in terms of its remake quality to the original than Mafia 2. But we'll get into that. So both of these games are third-person shooters where you play as someone going through different crime families working for the traditional Italian Mafia. Now, Mafia 1 takes place around the Prohibition and the Roaring Twenties into the Dirty Thirties, where you play as a cab driver who gets mixed up in a whole bunch of Mafia violence, who then becomes a major part of the family. Now, Mafia 2, on the other hand, you play as an Italian immigrant to... Empire Bay, so a fictional version of the States, who, after getting arrested, participates in World War II and then finds himself coming back in 1943 and joining a different crime family because of his best friend Joe. Now, I will say right off the bat, uh, Mafia 1 has no DLC, so nothing to worry about there. Mafia 2, however, has three bits of DLC, not all of which have achievements tied to them, and I did not get all achievements for one part of the Mafia 2 DLC, though I did get all achievements for the other Mafia 2 DLC, as well as the base game. So if you want to go in the comments and call me a liar saying I didn't get all achievements, by all means, go for it. I will say though, those achievements weren't worth going for. They were not worth wasting my time with, and I will be talking about them a little later in great detail, I can assure you. So with that being said, uh, Mafia 1 has 43 achievements, whereas Mafia 2 with the DLC included has 67. I don't actually know how many it has without the DLC, but I'm just kind of counting it as one complete package. I will be discussing the base game as well as the DLCs separately, though, when we get into the actual achievements. Now, as I'm sure you can tell, it's going to be a little bit of a different structure with just me being here. I'm going to be talking about both games simultaneously and answering the same questions for both of them. Whereas the normal format, you know, I would talk about one game completely and then we would talk about the other game. It's just not really going to work with just me. So I will say... Um, so as per usual, I will be reading off the question first and then answering it just so that the audience, just so that everything kind of makes sense and it doesn't feel like I'm just spewing words at you without any real direction, though that's probably what I'm doing anyway. So was this the first time I've played the games or had I played them previously? For Mafia 1, it actually was my first experience and I'm really glad it was. I have seen the comparison footage of the original Mafia 1 versus the remake and they are, they are night and day. So the original Mafia 1 came out in the early 2000s, and it absolutely looks like it. Very much reminiscent of, say, GTA 3, and those kind of much more blocky 3D graphics. 
whereas Mafia 1 Remake was clearly based on the Mafia 3 engine, and you can actually see that in the walking animations that Tony has, sorry, that Tommy has, because he walks exactly like Lincoln Clay from Mafia 3. So they clearly took the engine, which is a very beautiful uh, graphics engine, and then applied it to the Mafia 1, and then applied it to the Mafia 1 setting to make it look gorgeous. I think it might be my favorite looking Mafia game. Mafia 2, on the other hand, I had played previously on both Xbox and PC. I played the original, not the remake. And then when the remake came out, along with the Mafia 1 remake, I was like, you know what? I'll pick this up, and I'm going to get all achievements for it. Because it's been a long time in the making. And it, it looks better. I can't say it does not look better, because it absolutely does look slightly better. But it's not the same level of graphical improvement that we saw from Mafia 1, which makes sense. They didn't want to remake both games in the Mafia 3 engine, from what I can tell. They just kind of up the Mafia 2 engine, which is fine. It still functions, it still works, and I would rather they have spent more time on Mafia 1 than Mafia 2 because I think, and again, I haven't played it, the original Mafia wouldn't have played as well as the remake does. Whereas Mafia 2 plays relatively close to what you might find in a modern-day game, so it's a little easier to stomach. Uh, have I returned to the either game since getting all achievements? No on both counts. You know, my answer is always, rather most of the time is going to be no. Because again, when I get all achievements, for me that is the end. I have no plans to go back to the Mafia 2 DLC for the two achievements I'm missing because they are a waste of my time, they are a waste of everyone's time. And have inspired actually a couple questions since trying to do them that have shown up in the podcast format. So how long did it take you to get all achievements? Uh, this one's really interesting for me. So it took me 23.6 hours to do all the achievements for Mafia 1, which is actually less than I thought because it's a bit of a grind near the end in kind of the, the free play section where you can go around and get collectibles. All those, I'll be discussing that later on. And then Mafia 2 took me 36.3 hours, and again, I still didn't get all achievements in the DLCs. Now, I did do the base game first and get all achievements there before moving on to the DLCs, but I still spent a fair amount of time in those DLCs trying to get everything. Uh, what were the hardest and easiest achievements for you? So this one... <laughs> oh man, this one is not fun. So the hardest one for me in terms of Mafia 1 is called Heat from the Cops. It's where you have to get up to a five-star rating of police chasing you, you know, so a whole bunch of cops everywhere trying to kill you, and then you have to escape from them. It sounds pretty easy, but when you were doing it, because I did it on the hardest difficulty, because, you know, I'm just that smart, it I was just dying again and again and again because I was trying to steal a car, but then I would just get shot down by 12 cops in doing so. So, you know, that was fun. Uh, and then the easiest one is called Lined Pockets. Obviously, I tend to not choose story achievements or give me achievements, you know, anything that's like, hey, complete mission, get an achievement, because I don't like doing those. I will never stop a guest from taking them, but they're not for me. So, I, Lined Pockets is basically you're paying off the cops. You know, a cop sees you do a crime, you're like, hey, here's 20 bucks, officer, and 20 bucks back in the 20s is a huge amount of money. And then, you know, they look the other way. So both of my achievements for Mafia 1 at least have to do with the cops, which is fitting because Mafia was very much a take on Grand Theft Auto at the time. So it was much more heavily involved with 
police being an actual threat. Whereas when you look at other games that were based on Grand Theft Auto like Saints Row, the cops are wet tissue paper, especially in the later games, but Mafia 1 treated them like they were something. Now for number 2, the hardest achievement for me would definitely have to be Tough Nut, which is beat the game on the hardest difficulty, for obvious reasons. There's not a whole lot of challenges that really make you go out of your way to do something, at least in the base game, so there wasn't a lot to take the place of the hardest achievement outside of just, hey, beat it on the hardest difficulty. And for easiest achievement, I went with Big Brother. Uh, it's basically effectively a story mission, uh, but it is kind of an optional objective in that story mission where you can help defend your sister Francesca, because hey, you're a family guy. And in terms of the DLC, I didn't do one for both DLCs, I just kind of picked out of the two. Um, so this one is for Jimmy's Vendetta DLC, and I picked Massacre. So, in this achievement, you have to kill 1,000 enemies overall, which I know what you're thinking. You know, it's a third-person shooter, they throw waves upon waves of guys at you all the time. This one actually took me over an hour of just running the second-to-last mission that you can do just to keep getting, you know, the maximum number of guys, taking them all out, and then running the mission again, and again, and again. So it became a little tedious, but it wasn't awful. It's just in terms of difficulty out of the achievements I did get, because I didn't want to include something that I did not get uh, as a cop-out, it was by far the hardest and took the most effort. So outside of the previously mentioned achievements, what were the most and least fun for you? So, A Life of Crime, uh, for Mafia 1, I should specify, was really fun for me. Basically, it was just complete the story on any difficulty. Uh, this one was, again, a hard one to find a good achievement for, because there are things that make you go out of your way for them, but they're not really challenging, and they're not super fun to do, per se. But I think it was a really interesting story. It was a very grounded story. And like all the Mafia games, was a very personal story to the character that you're playing as. So I quite enjoyed that. Uh, now, the least fun, by far, is an achievement called The Whole Story. So this is one that kind of encompasses a lot of different achievements because it requires you to get numerous different collectibles. Um, from mystery foxes, to hidden cars, to cigarette cards to uh, copies of Gangsters Monthly and Pulp Magazines, which all have their own achievements tied to them, but the whole story requires you to get all of them collectively. And it's not hard to do this per se, because there is a an open world version of Mafia 1, which is normally broken down into chapters, um, mode in the game once you beat the story. It's just you have to go all around the city to all of these different places find all of these different collectibles and it takes forever and you're, you're just hunting it down you have no combat no enemies no real objective other than find all of these collectibles in a game that doesn't really feel like it should have collectibles now moving on to mafia 2 i think and i mean feel free to judge me for this uh the most fun achievement for mafia 2 in the base game was ladies man which is collect all the playboy magazines now now i will clarify Yes, there is nudity in these magazines, it is Playboy, but there are also genuine articles from the times that they were published, which I think was really interesting. You can feel free to say, oh, he's just saying that because he gets to look at naked girls. You can do that almost anywhere on the internet. I don't need to specify a video game achievement that requires me to find over 100 collectibles 
just to get you know so i don't know why that would be your logic i just thought it was again one of the more interesting ones because they they have all they all have articles that i have read through because i was bored i don't need a video game to look at tits on the internet if i want so again feel free to say what about that what you will you know take it take it with a grain of salt and the least fun achievement in the base game is cruise control so this one requires you to get to a minimum speed of 30 miles per hour and drive around the map for five minutes without hitting anything and it's so annoying because the traffic doesn't behave like traffic would in real life they don't just stay in their lane sometimes they get out of whack sometimes someone just jumps out in front of your car there are just so many things that can go wrong with this achievement and just screw up you know a four minute 30 second run when you're 30 seconds away and suddenly oh you had to stop for some reason there goes your achievement buddy now in terms of the dlc uh, i did actually decide on doing one for each of the dlcs so in the joe's adventure dlc because joe is the best i picked jack of all trades which has you killing enemies in 10 different ways or rather using 10 different methods so you have to hit them with a car you have to shoot them with every kind of gun you have to get a headshot you have to get a long range kill you have to get an explosive kill you have to do all of these different things in the same mission to get this achievement and it took a bit of work but it was actually a lot of fun trying to figure out just how to do it and yes i did follow a guide uh but we won't worry about that and for the least fun achievements of the DLC, this is going back to Jimmy's Vendetta, and I'll be coming back to this a lot. Uh, these are the two achievements that I didn't actually get because I just, I could not bring myself to do it. And they are Millionaire and Explorer. So Millionaire requires you to get 1 million points in Jimmy's Vendetta, and the way the DLC is broken down with Jimmy's Vendetta and Joe's Adventure is you get missions that pop up all over the city that you can play and replay as you see fit. Then it takes your highest score from doing all of those missions and adds it together into a total score. So for Jimmy's Vendetta, I would have to get a million points collectively through all the missions by replaying them on harder difficulties to get a better point multiplier. By the time I had gotten to this point, I was just done with the DLC. It's not as good as the base game. And the developers clearly didn't care about this one in particular. So I just could not bring myself to go back and do it. I may at some point, but we'll see. And the achievement that I'm absolutely 100% never going to get, I do not care, is called Explorer. So it's drive a total of 1,000 miles in vehicles in Jimmy's Vendetta. Now, when it says 1,000 miles, it doesn't mean in-game miles. It means effectively real miles. And you would have to drive on the map for over 40 hours. Or sorry, no. Uh, the farming method that has you going outside of the map and has your car falling through the map, we would require you to go for 40 plus hours. The driving method, though, has at least 20 plus hours of traversal just doing nothing else, just driving. You are not going to come across this achievement naturally. You are not going to come across it after hours upon hours of grinding. You have to dedicate your life for a few days to this one achievement, and I refuse to do that. I refuse to waste my time with it because it is an, it's an insult to me, it's an insult to every gamer watching this podcast. What are the rarest on the list? Do you feel it should be the rarest, and why do you believe so many few people have accomplished it? So this one, especially in terms of Mafia 1, was very confusing to me. 
Uh, so with Mafia 1, it's actually an achievement called Mystery Fox Domination, which is just collecting all the mystery foxes in the open world section that we had talked about previously. Now, the mystery foxes don't actually count towards the whole story achievement that I had mentioned earlier. They are a separate collectible. But you only have to find 50 of them versus the over 100 collective collectibles, pun intended, that you have to get for the whole story. So I don't understand why more people have gotten all of the other collectibles and just not the mystery foxes when there's so few of them by comparison. So I don't feel it deserves its place as the rarest achievement. Now for Mafia 2, the base game, the rarest achievement is called Card Sharp. So it's find all wanted posters. Now there are, admittedly, 186 of them throughout the map, and it's a big map. But it's something you can do during the chapters of the story. Now certain posters are only available during certain chapters, so I can understand to some degree why this is the rarest. And, I mean, it doesn't come with the, we'll call them benefits, of getting all the Playboy magazines, so the Ladies' Man achievement. So this one's a little more understandable to me that it is the rarest. Now, for the DLCs, for Jimmy's Vendetta, this one kind of surprised me. It was actually massacred, killed 1,000 enemies, and I get it's a bit of a grind, but to me it's not nearly as much of a grind as Explorer. Millionaire, I can forgive it somewhat because... I would just have to go back on a harder difficulty, as I said, and just replay the missions to try to get a better score. But Explorer is such a spit in the face to everyone who goes for it. I don't know why more people have gotten that than have gotten Massacre, which I found was done after an hour. And for Joe's Adventure, it's actually the other achievement I talked about previously, Jack of All Trades. I can sort of understand this one. It's the one that asks the most of the player. And it can be a little, not buggy per se, but difficult to pull off if you don't get the right kills. I will include a YouTube video in the description down below that shows you exactly how to do it because it's the one that I followed. So what were the most memorable achievements for you? I think for me, in terms of Mafia 1, it was the whole story. For as much as I've complained about it, it was really interesting to kind of get to know the world, explore around, find all of these collectibles, and just see what kind of creativity was put into them. You know, I appreciated the story. It didn't leave the same kind of impression, whether good or bad, that the whole story did, because it required so many different collectibles. Now, Mafia 2, on the other hand, was probably Tough Nut, which is, again, just beating the story on the hardest difficulty, because it doesn't have a lot of really good standout achievements in it. In terms of the DLC, uh, for Jimmy's Vendetta, we're going to go with Armament King. Kill your enemies in Jimmy's Vendetta with every weapon in the game. It was really interesting to try and find some of these weapons because much like Sleeping Dogs, there are some that were kind of hidden or, you know, only accessible at certain points. So it made it a bit more of a challenge and a little more engaging. And for Joe's Adventure, the Arctic Grave achievement, which has you pushing a witness into a frozen lake when they're not in their car. So you have this big chase over an ice lake uh, where a witness is trying to get away in their car. Now what you can do is, if you can block their car in, force them to get out, and just kind of shove them repeatedly until they fall in the water. And it was just really, it was kind of annoying to get it to work, but it was really funny trying to get it to work. So that's why I remember that one over all of the others. Uh, is there an achievement you would remove from the game, and why? So I wouldn't necessarily remove anything from Mafia 1, but I would change 
mystery fox domination to be part of the whole story so that it doesn't just stand on its own. So even the other collectibles that, you know, add to the whole story or are part of it still have their own achievements for getting everything. It's just weird to me that the mystery fox doesn't add to the whole story. It feels like it's kind of disconnected for the sake of being disconnected. Uh, Mafia 2, I would remove Cruise Control, the one I'd mentioned earlier, where you have to travel at 30 miles per hour for 5 minutes. It's just it's just a hassle. It is just a hassle that's, that's not programmed well into the game because of everything that's jumping out at you, everything that's going on around you. It's a pain in the ass to get and doesn't feel like it deserves to be there. Now, for the DLCs, Jimmy's Vendetta. I'm sure you can already guess this. It's going to be Explorer. I am not driving for 40 hours. Stop wasting my time. For the Joe's Adventure DLC, I went with an achievement called Hypersonic, which has reached 2,000 points for one velocity run in Joe's Adventures. So, basically, you know, like most arcade shooters, when you drive fast, you get points. This is saying get 2,000 points from just going fast without stopping or hitting anything. It's the same problem I have with the cruise control achievement. It just requires you to have a clear road, go fast, for a certain period of time. There's nothing to it. There's no skill involved. You just have to hope you get lucky. Is there an action or way of playing that should be have an official achievement for? I unfortunately couldn't really find anything in any of the games or DLCs that I thought, hey, this needs to be rewarded. So I kind of left this one blank, unfortunately. Hey, we've reached the middle point of the episode. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube channel, or if you're on the podcast, you know, subscribe, leave a comment down there. I will try to get better at reading the comments on the podcast. I know I've been neglecting it a little too much, and I apologize. I will do my best to change that. Just remember, if you're listening on the podcast, we are on YouTube at the Tease Table YouTube channel, or just search up Overachievers. And if you're watching on YouTube, of course, the links for the podcast, the Overachievers podcast, will be in the description down below, primarily through Anchor or now uh, podcasts on Spotify. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, most other major podcast platforms. I would love it if you could check us out. If you don't want to see, you know, if you're on the go and you don't want to use data. With that being said, back to the episode. So are you able to soft lock yourself out of any of these achievements? Not that I'm aware of for the DLCs or the main game. Now, both games are broken down into a chapter-based structure, so even if you missed it in your first run of, say, Chapter 7, you can always go back and replay it, which I appreciate you don't have to go back, you know, and play everything up to Chapter 7 to get there. You can say, like, nope, I want Chapter 7, done and done. Now, with that being said, Jimmy's Vendetta, technically, you can softlock yourself out of the Millionaire Achievement like I did in the sense that if you play on too low of a difficulty, say, easy your score multiplier isn't going to get up high enough to help you get to a million points through the through the missions that it offers. So you technically have to play on a higher difficulty than that. I don't know what the minimum required difficulty would be. Um, but if you want to look at it that way, you are, in a sense, able to soft lock yourself out of the Jimmy's Vendetta DLC achievements. Uh, how many times do you need to play the game to get all achievements? So for both of these games including the dlcs only once with the caveat that you can use chapter select to go back and finish whatever you missed the first time so i would recommend you know you play through the story enjoy the game kind of get what achievements you feel you can on your first go around 
look up what you're missing and just say, okay, what chapters do I need to hit to get these? It's a pretty simple structure and I appreciate games with chapter select because it can just make getting things so much easier to not have to go through three quarters of the entire game because you missed one thing behind a box one time. Does the game reward you for getting all achievements? I mean, not really. There's no benefit to having done most of this stuff outside of you get to look at your collection of things that you've picked up. And I appreciated Mafia 3 being less collectible heavy than these two, but I don't know, it is still kind of nice to sit back and see everything that you found throughout the entire world, whether it was through a mission or just in the open world running around section like in Mafia 1. But there's nothing that says, hey, you got an achievement, so you should be rewarded in the game. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a mix of both. Do the achievements feel rewarding for the game? I unfortunately have to say no to all of the game, or rather both of the games and both of the DLCs. I just came away feeling kind of... I was satisfied, but I wasn't happy. You know, it was kind of an empty satisfaction where I kind of felt... Yeah, I had done it, and that's fun, and it, you know, it was it was fine, and the game was fun to play. But I wasn't, you know, super overjoyed or super relieved, because it wasn't super hard to get most of these achievements outside of the difficulty-related ones. It was just tedious. It was just kind of that, it was kind of that absence of tedium that I just kind of suffered through. So it wasn't rewarding per se, but it also wasn't that relaxing satisfaction either which is almost worse it's so middle of the road that it doesn't make you happy that you got them or relieved that you got them it's just kind of a, a meh you know no real massive change in state of mind do you feel like the devs cared about the achievements so this is a question i actually made because i played mafia 2's dlcs uh but before we get into that mafia 1 I think, and I don't know if the original version of Mafia 1 had achievements, but I would assume it did, and they were just reusing the achievements from Mafia 1, I think they're fine. I think they were still very much in this mindset of, our game has to fit in with the other games of the time, again, early 2000s, where everything had to have collectibles, you had to find some way to have a collectible in your game, though that was mostly for platformers, and Mafia is by no means a platformer, you know, the achievements felt okay. They felt like the devs kind of cared, but didn't put a lot of emphasis in it to it. Mafia 2, same thing. You know, they felt like they had to have some collectible, and they had to force the player in some way to engage with that collectible. I do appreciate that it was in the mission structure, not just some tacked-on open-world gameplay mode. But it still didn't jump out to me as... You know, something that really that they really cared about. Now, to get to the Mafia 2 DLCs. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, there are technically three of them. Though I only played two of them, I did play the first one that I'm about to discuss now a little bit. But when I realized it didn't have achievements tied to it, said, nope, I'm out. Are Jimmy's Betrayal, Jimmy's Vendetta, and Joe's Adventure in that order. So Jimmy's Betrayal has you playing as this generic Mafia hitman named Jimmy. Who works for these two Mafia bosses in the same city as Mafia 1, but they're not bosses that are connected to the main story in any way. It's kind of like a, an alternate universe, so to speak. 
Basically, you do missions for them, they get busted, but then they flip it around and suddenly they pin everything on you, you get thrown in jail, and that's the end of Jimmy's betrayal, because he was betrayed. Jimmy's vendetta, on the other hand, is you breaking out of prison and seeking revenge on these mafia bosses. And as I said, it takes this very weird mission structure where you go up to a floating icon, kind of like in Spider-Man 2, the original Spider-Man 2 from the early 2000s, where you click on this floating icon and then you see a box of text, there's no voice acting, there's no cutscene or anything, and then you're just in this mission where you're like, okay, go attack these people, go blow up this car. And the mission structure isn't really different in terms of what you're doing from the base game of Mafia 2, but at least with Mafia 2, you had a character you could sympathize with. You had a cutscene to introduce other characters, so you could get a feel for what was going on in the story. Not just, you're reading a box of text, get maybe getting a little voice acting here or there, and then just playing the same game. It felt very disconnected, and it felt like they had lost the essence of what a Mafia story was. So as I mentioned, Jimmy's Betrayal had no achievements in it, and I think what happened was the fans revolted, said, why are there no achievements? And then they released Jimmy's Betrayal. Sorry, flip those around. And then they released Jimmy's Vendetta and said, you know what? You wanted achievements. Here are the worst achievements we can think of. Because honestly, they had to hate the players who said, hey, put achievements in this game to the point where they said, drive a thousand miles. Waste your time with that if you really want an achievement. Now, I have no evidence to back this up. This is purely speculation, and I don't want to be putting words in the devs' mouths that they didn't say. I don't know what the cause was. I don't know what their reaction was or why they didn't implement achievements in the first DLC, but they did in the second. This is just me speculating. It's also speculation when I say Joe's Adventure, the third DLC to release, also had achievements and I think was again in response to a backlash the devs received based on the achievements in Jimmy's Betrayal, sorry, in Jimmy's Vendetta, I keep screwing that up, because Joe's Adventure DLC had much easier, more manageable achievements. So that's why I had this question, you know, does it feel like the devs cared about the achievements? Because they clearly didn't in the beginning. Then they got mad, presumably, again, I want to say this is speculation, at the fans who said, why are there no achievements? So they made some terrible achievements that they clearly didn't care about. Then, again, speculation, responding to the backlash from that made achievements that, you know, made sense, made achievements that people would be willing to go for. Now, do the achievements require to get 100% in the game? This one is a surprising yes, and I guess it's not too surprising given when the games originally released and the fact that they weren't changed entirely from their uh, basic forms. So you are required to get all collectibles. You are required to do pretty much everything in the games in order to get all achievements. Now, I think that was the devs just going, we don't want our hard work and the stuff that we've put into this game to go to waste. So they made achievements surrounding it. But I almost feel like it would have been better off without it. If that makes sense. Do the achievements feel unique in the genre? Unfortunately for both of these games, they really don't. Again, these are effectively Grand Theft Auto clones initially that have kind of branched out and found their own identity. But there's nothing that really jumps out at me as saying, hey, this is what makes a Mafia game. This is what, you know, Mafia is. This is what Mafia feels like in the form of an achievement. It feels like anything you would be doing in a sort of Grand Theft Auto or third-person street gang shoot-em-up kind of thing. 
Did you use any guides and are there guides you would recommend people use when trying to go for all achievements for these games? Yes to both. So I did and typically do try to find a guide just to make things easier on myself because I don't want to add more hassle, more time onto doing this. I'm already trying to do at least one game a month, if not more, to be able to keep up with the podcast on my end. So if I were to try and do that without achievement guides, it would just really slow things down and put a lot more pressure on me when I have, unfortunately, other things to do. I did find some really good guides on how to get all achievements for both games that I will have in the description down below of, you know, the video episode and the podcast episode. So if you are looking to get all achievements for these games, I would highly recommend you use them because there are some obscure achievements and some very obscure locations for many of the collectibles. Has this changed the way you look at the game now and do you regret getting all achievements? For Mafia 1, not at all. I really enjoyed the game and I'm glad I went into it with the mindset of getting all achievements. But for Mafia 2, base game was fine. Again, there are a couple things I might have changed, but it's nothing major. Mafia 2's DLC, on the other hand, I wish would just burn in a dumpster. Like, it is an absolute trash fire, does not deserve to be part of the game, and shouldn't have existed, in my opinion, personally. I will say, I don't regret getting all achievements for the Joe's Adventure DLC, and I technically didn't get all achievements for Jimmy's Vendetta DLC, so I can't really say I regret that. So, by that thought process, I don't regret it, but I would have severely regretted it if I had gone for all achievements in Jimmy's Vendetta, because, again, the devs did not care it was a slap in the face, and it was really hard for me to see that, because I like the Mafia franchise. I like the games. I like Vito. I like Tommy. I like Lincoln. I would love to see a fourth entry in the franchise that doesn't have the same stumbling blocks that this one did. Would you recommend others go for the all achievements, or why or why not? What kind of players would enjoy the journey? I think for Mafia 1, absolutely. I would say it's an easy run through. It's a great looking game. It's a lot of fun to play through outside of Mission 5. That stupid race when you have to do the hardest difficulty was such a massive pain. I will also leave a guide down below for that one. But if you're someone who has, you know, a little bit of patience with some things and can understand that this game was originally made in the early 2000s and though the remake is running on a new engine with more modern controls and mechanics, still has a little bit of that early 2000s frustration in terms of its game design to it. So I think if you're willing to suffer through that it's a rewarding experience for the most part and it's you know it's not very long it's just over 20 hours at least for me and i suck at the game so it might be shorter for you mafia 2 base game yeah i think it's great i quite enjoyed it and i don't see anything wrong with the all achievements experience for again the base game that being said don't get the remake which does include the dlcs because that will stop you from getting your, your platinum trophy your steam ribbon your full gamer score on xbox so I don't actually have the ribbon for Mafia 2 Definitive Edition because of the DLC. So if you can find the base game, which doesn't look all that much worse, I'm if I remember correctly, and I could be very wrong, doesn't play all that terribly, play that without the DLC and just have fun with it. Uh, for both of them, I would say, though, you have to be someone who can sit down and enjoy getting collectibles, or at least stomach getting collectibles. Because if you find that tedious frustrating and just an absolute deal breaker for you you cannot will not and should not try to get all achievements for this game because it will destroy your soul it almost destroyed mine and i can tolerate collectibles i'm not a big fan of getting collectibles but i can tolerate them 
So if you can't do that, do not torture yourself with this. Video games should first and foremost be fun and relaxing and not stress you out. So if you find that stressful, do not do it. Anyway, that'll be all for me. Thank you everyone so much for watching and or listening. Uh, please leave all of your feedback in the comments down below. I would love to hear from you. I understand this is a bit of a shorter episode, but I really wanted to try something solo. You know, if you have any tips, tricks, or advice for me, I'd love to hear it. Ideally, constructive criticism is preferred. If you just want to call me stupid or, you know, leave negative comments, which no one has done, I want to clarify this. You've all been a wonderful community so far. Thank you for that. You know, shout at me on Twitter, though, if you want to leave the, the mean stuff, because then I can just block you and not have to care. Anyway, hopefully that doesn't happen. I probably just invited it, but that's my own fault. Thank you again so much for watching and or listening. I have plenty of guest episodes coming up. We have a very special episode coming up next month as it's the one year anniversary where John and I will be discussing our favorite games that we've gotten all achievements for. And to me, one of the reasons I started this podcast. So I hope you'll join us for that as it's going to be very special for me and hopefully for you too. Anyway, that'll be all for this one. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye!